Hey everybody, welcome to Hit Rewind. We're back with another perfect concert playlist. This episode I am joined by Ron. Yo, what's up? Uh, we're going to be discussing the uh, playlist we would select if we saw The Doors and The Who in concert. We have up to 20 songs to choose and uh, encores if we feel like it or not. I don't know. Um, so he's going to go first and we're going to start off with our Doors playlist. <laughs> Someone's at the door. <laughs> Someone knocked on your door while I'm recording. <laughs> okay, so there's nobody at the door. You were messing with me. All right. Yeah, just messing with you. Okay. <laughs> now that we've done that, go ahead with your list. <laughs> Embarrassed. All right. So, full disclosure, I'm not a real big fan of the doors. I don't know why. It's just not my groove. But they do have a few standout songs. They're probably the ones that most people like, at least. Uh, especially the hards, but uh, again, as always, no particular order here. But I love writers on. God damn it! Okay, what about writers on the storm? It cut out a little bit. Uh, writers on the storm. I I like how it get that slow build up type of song. Actually, no build up really on it. It's all, but to me, that would be a perfect opener for a concert. Uh huh. Uh, the doors coming out on the stage or there's dark stage whatever I think that would be great um, fun song usually equates to like Halloween or something along those lines but people are strange I just love it yeah absolutely well I think a lot of it uh, is because of Lost Boys go ahead yeah because you know we loved the, the cover version of Lost Boys in Lost Boys oh I forgot that was in that I forgot a lot of things about that movie. I need to dig it out again. Yeah. Uh, number three on my list is Roadhouse Blues from Morrison Hotel. I think that's something. It's a great driving tune, in my opinion. Uh, the Changeling is a lot of fun. That's number four. Uh, you Make Me Real, again, from Morrison Hotel. I think that whole album, honestly, is pretty good. Uh, they got more of a rocky, rocky, a more rock feel to it and less of the... Uh, 60s in a haze type of feel you know what I mean yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but uh, see after that I have uh, Full Circle's Good Rockin and then lastly unfortunately I only have seven on this list so if you're a diehard Doors fan I apologize it's just not really my groove uh, it slipped my mind's a good one off of that album also off Full Circle well, you that's pull, where I. Yeah, that's the end of my list. You Seven, pulled a lot of tracks that were not like the big hits, which is good because I'm. Okay, so my doors list, like I was saying, is more mainstream. I do have ten, um, but you at least picked some obscure stuff. I went with. Uh, I'm gonna open up with "Light My Fire." Uh, Break on through for number two. Um, People are strange for number three. L.A. Woman for number four. Love me two times at number five. Now number six. A lot of people don't know his name this, the Alabama song. It's the one where, you know, show me to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Mm -hmm. I love the carnival, carnival feel of that one. Um, it's the same thing with People Are Strange where it feels like you're at a madhouse, like some sort of carnival kind of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, the next one is Strange Days, which also has that a little bit of that feel. Waiting for the Sun. Um, isn't one of their like highly well-known songs, but I think it's really good. It almost feels a little bit more like a Beatles song. 
Uh, number nine is Roadhouse Blues, and then I'm going to finish with a big moody one, Riders on the Storm. And I do want to say that in idea, this seemed like it was a good one, but I do find that a lot of the Doors tracks, especially the last few albums with Jim, um, were kind of like, uh, they're not really flowing. They're just like him. It's like, you know that song, The End, the one that's like eight minutes long, it's just him rambling there's so many songs that are like that where mm-hmm. guys are just like doing a slow jam, like almost an improvisational playing while he's just rambling. And that's what kills, I think, the last couple of years of the Doors before he died. Yeah. Well, he was really getting... Well, he was always a little off-kilter to begin with, but it really got bad towards the end. And, and sadly, you really look at it, it wasn't really that long of a stretch no. where he was part of the Doors. No, and they even did two albums after that without him. And then they did a third one, yep. like in 78, where it was just his ramblings that he was recording, and they played music underneath it again. And they realized by then, you know, they're not the Doors without Jim Morrison, basically. Yeah. All right, so our second hey. band is The Who. So what is your list for The Who? Number one on my list is and here. Here's a this is like the antithesis to my Doors list. There are so many songs I could pick from The Who that I absolutely love, but we got to pick ten. So uh, Bob O'Reilly's got to make the list. It's a lot of fun. The speaker is. I don't know what it is about that song. It, call me the speaker. I don't know. It's just <laughs> anyway. Uh, Eminence front. I like it so much, it, it, honestly, I didn't realize it was The Who. When I first heard this song, I didn't remember it was The Who, to be honest. <laughs> Can I tell you that uh, I thought it was Limited Funk? I heard it all the time. It just didn't make any sense that, oh, this is The Who? They don't sound like that. But it was it was a definitely, I guess it was, I guess Pete Townsend really dabbled more in the more new wave stuff, and that's where it, it kind of feels like that. And I loved it because you know me, I'm a big fan of the '80s music, synth style music. I love it. Uh, you were gonna say something? Oh, uh, Eminent Front. <laughs> until I'm not kidding, this is embarrassing. Until this week, I thought it was Living in Funk. Living in Funk. It's a put on. It Living in Funk. <laughs> <laughs> it was a '70s track. I just thought it was. <laughs> you know what? Let's go funkiness. You probably. You're probably not the only one who has a song or two in their repertoire like that. So, like, <laughs> no, they're not. That's not what they're saying. Dude, look it up. <laughs> okay, I'm two inches tall now. Um, <laughs> Join Together was a good one. Yeah. I like it as a, as a musician. <laughs> it sounds fun. It's just like everybody join in, have, have fun, join the party. Uh, there's lots of solo breaks in there. Granted, they're only like short breaks, but if you do a live version of this, I mean, you can make you can stretch those things out. It's like a four-ish minute song. You could easily make that an eight-minute song live and have a lot of fun with it in the solos. Um, the Rock from 1973's Quadrophenia, which I didn't realize existed until I started looking at this list. I love it, and apparently they've done like three rock operas. Yeah, Tommy being one, obviously, and a quick one while he's away. Didn't know that one existed either. I've never even heard of that. Uh, What's that? How versed I am. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, what was? The, I don't know that movie. 
a quick one while he's away. Yeah, I never heard of that. And I think that was their first one. And Tommy was the second one, I think. Yeah. I, I think that's the order. Okay. And then Quadrophenia was the third one. Uh, I just picked up Tommy today, by the way. Of. Tommy, I've seen. Yeah. I've not seen the other two. Um, I think I watched Tommy with you, honestly, you and the guys. I, God, I don't know. I don't feel like I've never nice. seen we it. Up. Yeah. Go ahead. I said, I feel like I've never seen it. I know there was that period, our freshman year of college, where we started like expanding on movies that we had no availability to before in Huntington. And we're like, you know, seeing Clockwork Orange right. and Dark Star, a lot of the 70s kind of like psychedelic movies, but I don't recall ever seeing Tommy. Um, I just picked it up today. Uh, it's in the voodoo, so if you want to watch it, it was like five bucks, so. Sweet. I'll be on that. Uh, of course, you got to throw Magic Bus on there. Great groove, good for cruising down the highway. I base a lot of my music on what would be good to just cruise yeah. with, you know? Yeah. You gotta be careful you don't pick the ones that'll make you speed. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the real me, from also from Quadrophenia, it's got an awesome bass groove, and as a bass guitarist, I love it. Um, my generation, of course, who are you? from Who Are You, and Getting In Tune. This is a new one to me. As I was listening through all their music, uh, it kind of grabbed me. I kind of like it. I don't know what album it was from, but it was in 71. Um, and then I have a bonus one that's really more fun. I don't know if they ever do this live, but it's called Boris the Spider. Uh, yeah, I almost chose that one. It's I was real fun. close. <laughs> I love Boris the Spider. <laughs> I was playing it in the background. Zeke's over here next to me listening or playing Minecraft with a friend and he's got his headphones on. He can't hear anything. At least I don't think he can. And I start playing this song and he goes, dad, what is that? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my list. All right. Um, so my side of the list, I want to say this first. I easily could have done 20 who songs and I kept wanting to change my list, but the list that I wrote four yeah. days ago, I'm staying with it because <laughs> I already wrote it twice. Um, there's stuff I wish I had put on there, but I just couldn't. And I want to say that I didn't realize that The Who really wasn't very dominant in the 60s. When I think of them, they feel like a 60s band to me. But they only had a couple of hit songs. Right. They mostly did covers of old blues songs and R&B songs. And they would have like, maybe, right. you know, like My Generation was the first big one. But they never really sold that well in America. They were huge in the UK, but it wasn't until the 70s. Um, is when they blew up and they became the epic band that we all know. And I think they're the one band that really took over for what the Beatles were going for. Right. You know, I think... I agree. Yeah, they did the movies. They did the huge, expansive sound. They were testing out new stuff. You know, especially when they started adding the keyboard, you know, the synthesizers to their music in the 70s is when it really just feels so... Just huge and velvety, I guess. That's the word I can think of with their music. That's the 70s velvet goes with that. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So uh, my, my top 10 list is actually very similar to yours. Uh, Bob O'Reilly. I just feel like that's a good thing. Just like the way you did Riders on the Storm, where it's a slow buildup and all of a sudden the band comes out to it. That's, I mm -hmm. feel like Bob O'Reilly should, you know, it's just the same thing. 
Um, let's see, number two. I think I, I joined together would have been a good opener, too. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good one. I know time. we're walking on each other with this delay, but I think yeah. joined together would be a good one walking out there. Yeah. Just somebody walking on the stage. Come on. You know, anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, number two is The Seeker. Um, three is My Generation. Uh, four is Squeezebox, which I still am not 100% certain they were intending this as double entendre or they're just goofing around and somebody eventually took it as double entendre. That was one reason I kind of left it off my list. It is kind of a fun song, but it got me wondering what it's really about. So, <laughs> yeah. There's a sequence in uh, Freaks and Geeks where they're talking about going to see the Who in concert and the dad is listening to this, this song and he goes, Oh my God, I know what this song is about. It's filthy. You're not going to go see this band. <laughs> Dad, it's about an accordion. No, it's not. <laughs> um, all right, so number five, Behind Blue Eyes. Starts off really slow and, and dramatic, and then it just blows up with rage. I really enjoy that one. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Number six is off of their most recent album. Their last two albums have been very interesting because they're very eclectic. They're just doing whatever they feel like doing. They're throwing in blues you know, pop, and, and a lot of, like, the newer style. And Break the News feels like a song from 2019. And I, I can listen to it, like, three or four times in a row before I'm like, okay, time to move on. It's so, so good. Uh, number seven is You Better You Bet. Whoa, that is such a great song. I love the fact that their greatest hits collection is called <laughs> Who's Better, Who, Who's Best. <laughs> um, number eight is Join Together. Uh, number nine is Who Are You? And I want to end number 10 with a big epic song, and that's Pinball Wizard. See, that was one I forgot to put on my list. Totally forgot. It, honestly, I don't know how I got a single... How I left... I, I didn't get a single Tommy song on here. It's odd. I really like that one, but... I think it had more to do with, like, the couple that I did to come across as I was listening to it, I'm thinking... Very, it's very light and airy, and I don't know. The the style is just a little. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> Too smooth in seventies, if you get if you get my meaning. Yeah, I can see uh, very very seventies. Not not like fun funky disco type. What have you? But more laid back and and you Easy know I'm not rock. good Yacht at describing rock. this thing. But I think it, what they it, call it, it now. bottom line is that the ones that I did listen to didn't feel rocking enough for me to put on this list. It's not something I'd want to see on stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe in a movie like that, obviously, but on stage, not so much. The one that I almost put on there that wasn't a Who song, but we've always left it open if there's solo songs, I, I wanted to put Let My Love Open the Door um, by uh, uh, Pete Townsend. But I decided to leave that one off because mm -hmm. that's almost a different sound. Because you can feel like the last couple albums, there's a struggle. Whereas it seems like Pete really wanted to go new wave, whereas um, Roger Daltrey kind of wanted to go more bluesy, and they, you know, they split up after that. So, okay, so that is the end of our Who Doors concert. Uh, honestly, I think in retrospect, I think I probably would have chose a different band to go with the Doors. Um, but I thought both of them kind of laid the groundwork for music that was coming up next. You know, that, that, that separation mm -hmm. from, like, the, the, the surf rock and the Beatles and stuff like that. You know, and, and trying to bridge over yeah. to what's going to happen in the 70s, because that's where I want to go next, is into the 70s. There's one thing that I did mention. You mentioned surf rock, and there's a couple of tunes by The Doors I was listening to doing it. 
that were more rocking and less of the laid back, um, high feeling songs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I very much noticed like the 60s, late 60s surf rock type of stuff, kind of a, a hint of that in that music. And I'm like, I, I didn't realize that they had that kind of music because to me, the doors were always that laid back writers on the storm field, and that was it. Uh, there's a few other standouts, and when I heard, found Morrison Hotel and saw, you know, that they're actually more eclectic than that. Uh, that was at least a good revelation for me, at least. Yeah. And I'll give it a more uh, of a closer look, but when we got like five albums out of them or something like that, at least when Jim was with them. Yeah, I think it's five with but, Jim, two without Jim, and then that weird spoken word one that they did in 78. So, yeah, not a lot of, not yeah. a lot of time. Well, and that's one thing I like about this list. It makes me listen deeper to, to some of the groups that I've never given a uh, well a deeper dive into. So mm-hmm. I like that. Well, our next episode is going to be Bowie and Queen, and uh, I'm thinking piano. Mm-hmm. Maybe another episode where it's uh, piano men, Elton John and Billy Joel. Maybe. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just trying, and then, then I'm gonna have you help me build a Southern rock uh, episode where we can choose like three bands. We have like ZZ Top, Lunar Skinnerd, but you know, you know, like Molly Hatchet and stuff like that. You know Southern rock bands better than I do. I'm all over that. Alrighty, so check us out on Facebook and Twitter under Hit Rewind. What? What? Are we gonna pick a Southern rock top ten out of everything? Because that'll be hard. Or. Just picking two bands is gonna be hard too, but well, we'll get I, it done. Yeah, three or four bands. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But um, yeah. So uh, share, like, comment on any bands that you want us to discuss that we may have not hit yet, and we're working our way up through the '70s next, and then on to the '80s. And uh, <laughs> there, there is a stopping point where Ron kind of taps out, like what late '90s, <laughs> something like that. It's unfortunate, but it's you know, it, it is, is what it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is it, everybody. Have a good night. See you.